now, 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 your weekly dose of inspiration, inspiration. Perspiration. perspiration, and just the right amount of bull defecation. <laughs> the Get You Some Radio Show, with your host, the Vice President of Making Shit Happen, Terry Lancaster. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to the Get You Some Studio. I'm Terry Lancaster, and today's guest is Jeffrey Lipsius. Jeffrey's the author of Selling to the Point because the information age demands a new way to sell. Now, if you've watched the show any, you know one of my favorite subjects to talk about is how the communication technology has changed the way we communicate and changed the way we sell things. It's, com it's compacted the sales funnel. It's made all kinds of changes, and Jeff's going to tell us all about that today. Uh, I read Jeff's book last summer, and honestly, it's one of the best books I read last year. It's an interesting business book. It is probably the first and only business book that I have ever read that is a fiction book. It's told in a narrative form, in the form of a story. So that was unusual, but it did a great job of getting the point across. And the point was that the point of selling isn't selling. So Jeff, if the point of selling isn't selling, what's the point? Well, the point of selling is buying. Salespeople don't get paid to sell. Salespeople get paid for buying. And what happens is that too many salespeople are focusing on their selling performance and what my book is about and what I try to tell salespeople is you got to focus on your customer's buying performance. And the reason I came up with this, and I thought this was so important, Terry, is because the landscape is changing for customers in the digital age. Salespeople aren't needed anymore when it comes to getting product information, getting pricing information. Yeah, a lot of the things that salespeople used to depend on as far as their role have now changed. So what is the role of the new salesperson? The role of the new salesperson is to be your customer's decision coach. Now, I'll let you digest that for a minute. <laughs> the decision process is what customers need help with in the digital age. And the reason for that is because customers are given too many choices and they're distracted with text and Instagrams and YouTube videos. Everybody <laughs> wants their attention instantly and they're really have a hard time with just the myriad of decisions that have to be made on a regular basis. And if a salesperson can help a customer make a better buying decision, you've got a customer for life. I mean, make yourself a, in the role of a customer. You get a lot of resistance when you want to talk to us, when you're talking to a salesperson Salespeople notice a lot of resistance from their customers. Yeah, the hackles go up instantly, so. Sure, but if you're a customer and you know that salesperson's committed to helping you make the best decision, are you gonna be resistant to talking to them? No, I mean, everyone needs the information, so everyone's looking for someone to be on their side, I think, so. Exactly, everybody needs a person to help coach the decisions we make. Somebody who's an expert in the field that can help you as a customer make a better decision than if you didn't talk to that salesperson. There's no resistance. You're working as a team. And by the way, the decisions we make are probably 
the most important things that we do in our lives when it comes to our quality of life, our education, the jobs we have, the people we're around, are all the result of the quality of the decisions we've made in life. So if somebody can help them with that, you really are giving that customer a gift. All right, we'll get back to that in a minute, Jeff. Tell us a little bit, tell us about you, how you got here and how you kind of came up, how you came to this, uh, the, the epiphany, that's the big boy word, how you reached the aha moment that the point of selling wasn't selling. How'd you get here? Well, I've been training salespeople for 30 years and I really have been looking for some way for salespeople to meet this new challenge of the digital age. But the way I got here actually was for my personal mindfulness practice. What happened was that I'm a meditator. I would talk to my customers and I would practice techniques to be able to quiet my mind. And what that did was limit distractions so I could really pay attention to the customer. And when I did that, I noticed something going on in my interaction between myself and my customer that I hadn't noticed before. And that was the internal buying conversation. There was actually a second conversation taking place besides the conversation I was having with my customer. Yeah. And it was the internal buying conversation going on between the customer's ears, known as decision-making. And once I started paying attention to this, I realized that this is where the rubber beats the road, the customer's decision process. And I started to get more in tune with that as I was able to quiet my internal distractions and pay closer and closer attention to the customer. Well, you've, you've hit the two for Jeffrey. That's, uh, that's two things that I like to talk about, how the, how the buying process has changed and then, and then meditation and mindfulness, because I'm also a... Uh, a meditator and, and a, a kind of a mindfulness geek if, if, if there's such a thing. And so I think yeah. being fully present for those of you who don't really know what much about meditation and mindfulness, it's really just the act of being fully present in the conversation. And instead of waiting for your turn to talk, actually listening to what the person's saying. Yes, that's right, Terry. And that's the reason that I wrote my book in the form of a fiction novel with a plot rather than as an instructional book, because yeah. I wanted to show salespeople how you learn from conversation. So the principles emerge from dialogues between the customers, because as you become more aware, you learn more quickly. What are you learning? You're learning the customer's beliefs, the customer's values, the customer's priorities, things that are going to help you say what you want to say in a way that the customers are going to be more receptive to hearing from you. So how does how does all of this since the since the uh, the buying and the selling process has changed and information is is peddled much quicker and we're we're there to help the buyers make a buying decision instead of a selling decision. How does this affect all of the things that we've been taught from day one since we started selling? One of the things that you one one of the things I wanted to ask you about in the book is you actually said the the, the old saw and 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 one of my favorites because I preach this is people prefer to buy from people they know, like, and trust. And you actually say it, it, people don't have to know you, like you, or trust you to buy from you. Yeah, I'm saying that what the customer thinks about you is not the number one priority. Right. The number one priority is what the customer thinks of themselves. The point I'm making, I've purchased products from salespeople I didn't necessarily like. Think about it. I think we all have, yeah. 
Yeah, sure. Because we thought they had the better product for us at the best price. And so even though we weren't so fond of the salesperson, we went ahead and bought the product anyway. But the fact is, the customer needs to get clear first about what's going to work for them. And that's not a given. Not all customers are clear about their wants and needs. And salespeople as decision coaches could help tremendously get customers to have more clarity about what's really going to suit them. That's where the rubber meets the road. That's the point of selling is what's going to work for the customer. So what I do, Terry, is in my book and in my selling approach, my workshops and my keynotes, I turn everything around. So if you're talking about clarity, I'm not talking about the product's selling points where you go over the features of the product. That's what most salespeople think about when they think of clarity or the product's features. What I'm saying, clarity, is the customer's self-knowledge, the customer's self-awareness of what they need, of what their goals are, of what their priorities are. The more clear a customer is about those internal things, the easier it is to present the features of your product in a way that the customer is going to want to hear about. So how, how do we get to that point? How do we, uh, I mean, it's, it sounds almost like you're a psychiatrist. You've got your customer laid out on the bed there and, and you, you, yeah. you want to talk to them and tap into their deepest, darkest, inner, innermost desires and wants. How do we get them to open up like that? And especially if they don't know, like, or trust us. Okay. As a salesperson, you are the learner, not the teacher. That's how you do it, by paying attention and learning about your customer's buying process and your customer's decision process. By doing so, you're gonna be much more able to respond in a way that's gonna be much more uh, successful. Yeah. So, I mean, well, give, give me, well, I mean, is there an interview process? I mean, just, or is it just as simple as having an honest conversation, honest, open, one-to-one -one conversation where you're present in the moment? Well, it is a one-to-one -one conversation when you're in that type of sale, but I have three C's. I actually have a whole decision coaching system that mm -hmm. I lay out in the book, and it boils down to the three C's. Now, the three C's are something customers need in order to make the best decisions and salespeople can help them attain them. Right. The first C is confidence. So customers have to be self-confident. They have to be confident in their ability to make a decision. Right. If customer, salespeople, when we think about confidence, typically think about external confidence, which is the customer's confidence of the salesperson. Mm -hmm. Well, that's secondary. The primary confidence is the customer's self-confidence in their ability to decide if they can trust their salesperson. <laughs> so yeah. internal confidence comes first. The same thing with clarity, which we already talked about. Salespeople think about external clarity, which is the product's features. Internal clarity is about the customer's wants and needs. And the customer has to get in touch with those needs or they'll never know how the product's features are gonna benefit them. Right. Okay, the third C is choice, and it has to do with the customer's self-empowerment to make a decision. If the customer, for some reason, doesn't give themselves permission 
to make a decision, then you're not going to get the sale. And customers with insufficient choice can be the most frustrating because they're the ones that like the product, they want the product, but for some reason don't feel empowered to buy it. And a salesperson can chase this customer around forever because you're getting such positive feedback about it. Right. But without sufficient choice, the customer isn't going to buy. So these are my three C's for optimal decision making. So, so choice, the choice of having, having something to weigh it, something to compare your product and, and your option to, or? Well, it's more about the customer's range of options. See, salespeople are in the choice business. Mm -hmm. Salespeople present, present solutions to customers that the customer hadn't considered before. And so the salesperson is increasing the customer's range of choices to choose from in order to get a better solution. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, customers that have insufficient choice are going to look like they're, they feel stuck or they feel trapped. Yeah. You ever heard that expression? If you don't, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to get what you got. Yep. That's somebody suffering from insufficient choice, unable to empower themselves to make a change. And salespeople have to intervene and help them see a wider range of options than the customer had previously considered. That's increasing choice. So, so let's translate all this again, back to old school, you know, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, attention, interest, desire, action. You've got, you've got a fresh lead. It just come in off the internet. Someone saw you on your website is interested in your product or service, picks up the phone and calls you. You don't know them from Adam. And now you have to, you have to, to dig down into their brain and implant the three C's into their brain. I mean, so for, fresh off the bat, someone, someone who doesn't know, like, and trust you, you have no idea who they are. They have no idea who you are. How, how do you get there? That seems like a pretty long road to hope. Well, you want to be the learner, not the teacher. So one of the first things you ask is, uh, what got you to call us today? What were you looking for? Start asking questions right away and get to know them. Because questions are the salesperson's window into the customer's decision process. You see, decision making is an internal process. It's a conversation going on inside the customer's head that the salesperson is not aware of. So how do you become aware? You ask questions, and that's gonna give you the information you need in order to be able to start learning what this customer needs to hear in order to make a good decision about your product. All right, so let's, let's take it out to, uh, to, to my guys. Here's my pro promise to the people who are watching this show. And most of, my, most of the people who tune in every week, uh, we have a lot who have come from the car business because that's where my background is. Got insurance agents and real estate agents and you know, solopreneurs, people, people who, who are on the streets who eat what they kill. And my promise to them is that each week they're gonna get one action step. What can you do this week what can you, what, what's one tweak you can make to your sales process? What's one action step that you can take today as soon as you turn off the show to start selling more stuff, making more money, building a better life, selling to the point? Ask questions. Ask more questions. Yeah, yeah. play Jeopardy. <laughs> the game of Jeopardy, where you turn an answer into yeah. a question because you're, as a salesperson, you're not the teacher, you're the learner. And you don't want to present something until you know if it's relevant to the customer's beliefs, values, 
priorities. How are you going to do that? You're going to do that by asking questions. Yeah. So I, tell, tell us, Jeff, um, what, what is your background? What, what industry do you come from? Actually, I come from the vitamin supplement industry. I worked for a company called Threshold. I was one of the original starters of the business. Uh, we make the Source Naturals vitamin brand. You might have heard of wellness formula. I was a salesperson, sales manager, and for the last uh, 13 years, I was vice president of sales and marketing. Okay. Very large vitamin company. And then I worked for other vitamin companies. And yeah. it, uh, well, and, and, and before we wrap up, my, mindfulness, where, what are some other ways that, that mindfulness has, has improved your ability to sell and communicate? Well, it's just made me more aware. It's made me more observant. The more observant I am, the more quickly I learn. The more quickly I learn, the more I'm going to be able to perform. Mm -hmm. What I do is I teach salespeople how to get the most information from every call and be able to use that information to help customers with the quality of the decisions they're making because we all need help with the decisions we make. Yeah. Uh, one of the projects, by the way, that I'm working on is I'm facilitating uh, inner game workshops for salespeople with Timothy Galway, author of the inner game of tennis and the inner game book. So that's one of my most recent uh, endeavors that I've been very, very uh, happy to be doing. Well, that, and that's one of the things that uh, mindfulness, and I've actually had this conversation with a couple of folks on the show and, and the, you know, mindfulness and peak selling performance and peak sports performance. And it's really, a lot of it is, is being present, being in the flow, being here, being now. And, and that, that affects your performance, whether you're selling or whether you're hitting a tennis ball. Well, the point I'm making, Terry, is that decision performance is a, it's performance just like acting or sports. You have decision-making mm -hmm. and just like, you're coaching somebody's sports performance, you're coaching somebody's acting performance, you can also coach somebody's decision performance. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll take this kind of down a different road. And my, my thing is, we all like to think that we're product of the decisions that we make, but most of the time, most of us are running on autopilot and we do things the way we do things because that's the way we've always done things. And our decision-making process is really it's something we don't understand. We don't, we don't deal with. And, and yeah. so I, what I try to get people to do is, is to, instead of relying on making a good decision in the moment to build a good habit, to get you where you want to go. So you, so the decision-making is automatic and, and easy. Well, you have conscious decisions and unconscious decisions. Unconscious decisions are done by autopilot. You might not like where you end up. Right. Conscious decisions are, are what you want. Yeah. And that's where salespeople come in, helping customers make more conscious decisions. Yeah, and some, some, so many customers, they buy what they've always bought because that's what they've bought, always bought. And then they don't even try to make the new decision. Making, making a decision is a lot of work. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and people can use some support. And that's why we're here as sales professionals. Being a decision-making coach. Jeff, tell yes. everyone how to get in touch with you. Well, you can email me at jeffrey.lipsius at gmail.com. Go to my website, www.sellingtothepoint.com. 
my book called Selling to the Point is available on Amazon, now available in Spanish, by the way. Oh, yeah. And si. yes, it see <laughs> si, muy bien. And it has all my contact information. Or you could just email Jeff L at sellingtothepoint.com. And if you want to read Selling to the Point, be sure you hit, uh, if you go to terrylancaster.tv and hit the big red subscribe button up above our head there, we're going to be giving away a copy of Selling to the Point this week to the subscriber of the week. Selling to the Point because the information age demands a new way to sell. Jeff Lipsius, thank you so much for being on the show. Yep, there, Terry, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. All right, y'all have a good day. Get you some radio. You've been listening to the Get You Some Radio Show. Subscribe today at terrylancaster.tv to hear more episodes, win valuable cash and prizes, and get free training to help you create an army of buyers who know, like, and trust you before they've ever even met you. It's a big, wide world, boys and girls. Get out there and get you some.